All right, let's do this. It is Wednesday, 3 p.m. Pacific, so you know it's time for the Real Evan J live stream. I'm your host, the Real Evan J. This is episode 254 today. Glad to be here. You know, it's been a long time since I had something to say. I told you what was going on, then I went away. Now it's been about a year, so I'm coming back to remind y'all what's going on here. Everything I said turned out to be true. All the liars in the media, the gaslighting you. There never really was a real pandemic, or there would have been people pushing wheelbarrows. Dead people in the streets piled up to here. Dropping dead faster than we could conceive. Bodies piled up like the Spanish flu, but it wasn't like that, because they're lying to you. It's time to be awakening. out there were no more deaths in 2020 than in previous years, counting all the other causes. They just moved the deaths from all the other columns, like flu and pneumonia. You know what they call them? They call them COVID deaths. They inflated the numbers to make us all afraid. Separate your families to make us feel sad. Isolate your children to make them feel bad. Terrify them, then deny them basic human dignities they rely on. Human touch, smiling face, fresh air to breathe a wide open space. Slap a mask on your little kid's face. Staff infection all over the place. Why can't people see the fear they're in? This shit is straight up Luciferian. Shit. All right. Welcome to the show. Uh, Welcome, Kelly, in the live chat, fam. You're the first to arrive in the live chat. Uh, We're here every Wednesday, 3 p.m. Pacific. And we're here to take a look at the propaganda and destroy it, okay, by all means possible. So today, on today's show, I've got a great show with a lot of video today, and we're going to look at the way the fake news is presented, the way that all of the news in local markets are reading scripts, and people watch them, and they think they're just like being told the news, but they're actually being read a script. Um, I'm going to show you a couple different examples of that. One of them you've seen before. One of them's pretty new, just came out yesterday. And um, then we're going to take a look back today at the different types of COVID and vaccine propaganda that has been getting pushed out. We're going to look at some current events news around the COVID vaxes and the injury stories that are coming out. It's going to be a great show today. I'm really glad to be here with you guys. Um, let me get started right away with this video clip from Owen Schroyer's show yesterday on InfoWars, where he was talking about um, Twitter and how Twitter has become effectively the free speech platform in America right now and um, basically showed a montage that is mind-blowing that I'm going to show you in just a minute. As soon as I do some greetings, I see Lisa's in the house. Welcome, Lisa. And then I see Charles over there in the getter chat. So let me pop up the getter chat window um, 
and make sure that I have that set, actually. I'm not seeing that on the live. So give me one minute here to figure out why this isn't working. Let me actually uh, do some live. Uh, here we go, a little screen share. There we go. And then we'll get uh, that resized accordingly. I see you there, Charles. And I'm gonna make that nice and big. There we go, resize that. What's up, little puppy? <laughs> Good to see you here, my brother. Welcome, this is Charles in the chat uh, over on Getter. So let me do a little announcing. I am live streaming to Getter at Evan Talks. I'm live streaming on eventalks.com on the watch page. So if I show you that right here, um, this is the watch page right here on eventalks.com. Um, how do you find that? If you just go to eventalks.com, you'll see the site promoting my new book, Demystifying Crypto. That's about the central bank digital currency, the great reset and the war to enslave humanity. Okay, and then how Bitcoin can save us all. I recommend that highly. But how do you get around my site now that I have cleaned it up and made it all about this book promotion? I took away all the menus from the top and the logo and all of that stuff to really focus on the book. All you have to do is scroll down to the bottom of the page, see? And at the bottom, you'll see a button there for my blog. You'll see a sign-up form for my email list, and you'll see... Uh, the watch page. If you click on that, the watch page, it loads um, this page. You just scroll down and you can see us streaming right here now. This is the Twitch live stream and live chat that gets embedded. That's the easiest place to find the show live if you're looking. Now, obviously, for you guys that are here live, you've already found it. <laughs> you know where you're at. So congratulations there. Uh, we've got BG that just showed up in the live Getter chat. I want to welcome everyone on Getter. I want to welcome everyone on Twitch. You guys are the ones that are commenting right now. Um, so Kelly and Lisa and BG and Charles, thank you for coming to the live show. Everyone else who's watching later, welcome to the show. Love you. Can't wait to see you on the live show, interfacing with the live chat and everyone else who's here. Um, so let me get started now that I've done that little bit of intro and show this first clip. And I've included about half of Owen's commentary, this the great, great Owen Schroer from Infowars.com. And he made great commentary about Twitter and how Twitter's coming back uh, as the free speech uh, town square on the internet. And then he started getting into how all of the news presentations are saying the same thing. So when everyone repeats the same thing, we know we're being manipulated, gaslit, and we're being uh, worked on in this kind of Operation Mockingbird, which is the CIA operation to make everything the American public believes to be false. So we're pretty much finished with um, their mission, their mission accomplished. So let me show you the latest out of the fake news and the deep state talking points uh, machine, okay? Um, and I think that I'm seeing in the chat here from Charles that he can't wait to see this. That's like a dog peeking up. That's what I'm thinking, like show me already. Let me see what you got, all right? So let me roll this tape 
and you guys are going to love this, okay? So let me get that comment off. Here we go. This is beware of finding out information on Twitter because Twitter could be extremely dangerous now to our democracy, okay? Most people that you see on local television, your news stations, now I'm not saying they're bad people, they might be great people, but they really have no idea what's going on. It's all presentation, the hair, the makeup, the cameras, the lights, the studios, the teleprompters, the cuts, the flashes, the local shots of the ambulances and the traffic stops and everything. Most of them have no idea what's really going on in the world. Most of them don't have a general idea what planet they even live on. They would hop right in line to take 10 COVID vaccines, not knowing any better. But they like the prestige They like the local fame that it brings them, and so they embrace it. They do a good job of it. But most most of them have no idea what's going on. And that's why you see some local news reporters like Christy Lee or Ivory Hecker leaving the field because they know this isn't real news. This is all presentation. So here's your presentation from your local news, teleprompter reading, talking heads, all getting fed the exact same script from the national talking points, which are really from the Democrat Party, telling you to look out for what you see on Twitter. You'll want to be even more cautious when reading about COVID on Twitter. Be extra cautious when you're looking for health information in the Twitterverse. The company drops its COVID misinformation policy. Twitter has dropped its COVID-19 misinformation policy. Be cautious while looking for health information in the Twitterverse. Be extra cautious while looking for health information in the Twitterverse. Be extra cautious while looking for health information in the Twitterverse. Be extra cautious while looking for health information in the Twitterverse. Be extra cautious while looking for health information on the Twitterverse. Be extra cautious while looking for health information on the Twitterverse. Be extra cautious while looking for health information in the Twitterverse. Be extra cautious while looking for health information on Twitter. Be extra cautious while looking at health information on Twitter. Be extra cautious while looking for health information on Twitter. Be extra cautious while looking for health information on Twitter. Be extra cautious while you're looking for health information on Twitter. Be extra cautious while looking for health information on Twitter. Be extra cautious when looking for health information on Twitter. Be extra cautious while looking for health information on Twitter. Be extra cautious while looking for health information on Twitter. Be extra cautious what you see on the Twitterverse. Be extra cautious what you see on the Twitterverse. Ah. Oh my gosh. Are you guys laughing as hysterically as I am at that? You see, when I when I first got into media and I realized how the news really works, I was so turned off by it. The, I mean, this is the only place where I could have possibly worked. Folks, you got to understand, I'm not trying to be rude to these people in that video, but I saw how it all worked, and I looked at the people behind the cameras with all the makeup and the hair gel and the stylus and all of it and the hairspray, and I said, that is never going to be me. I am never going to be a stooge that reads off a teleprompter like a ninny. All right, so uh, welcome to the show, Renee. Welcome back to the live show. Um, love you. So glad that you can join us. So that was the like mind blowing Twitter talking points. Beware of Twitter. Um, let's talk about that real quick because I'm going to show you the follow up. Um, Lisa's saying, I don't know how these people live with themselves. Yeah, 
they basically take the paycheck, they take the money and run, and then they'll just tell us anything, anything that's put in front of them. Um, and it's really sad because you go into uh, journalism school and you probably pay a lot of money and you want to get a degree and have like a respectable career. And then you get out and you realize that you're just going to become a talking points automaton that's just going to read whatever they put in front of you and you have to lie. So that's why you have people like, um, you know, Ivory Hecker and um, Christy Lee, people like that who leave the mainstream news because they don't want to just deliver and present talking points and become um, prostitutes. Lisa's saying, like, who says that? It's um, Gerald Salente says, I calls them prostitutes. Um, incredible, right? So this next clip that kind of bookends what you just saw was one of the first exposures of this type of phenomenon coming from the movie Out of Shadows that you've probably seen because I've shown it on the show before. Um, but this is a really good one in terms of showing how the media is in cahoots and they get their talking points memos, usually from the Democrat Party or whoever, and they just basically repeat the same exact thing at the same exact time. So let me play you this clip, which is a little bit of background. This one's about three to four minutes long uh, from the great documentary, which I've also shown here uh, in, you know, in its entirety called Out of Shadows, okay? Out of Shadows, there's a clip. Uh, it's extremely dangerous to our democracy. Here we go. There's no question about the fact that Mockingbird is real. It started out paying journalists in major media, Pulitzer Prize winning journalists, to print fake stories uh, that the CIA wanted in the press and fake interviews. And this was revealed in the church committee. Do you have any people being paid by the CIA who are contributing to a major circulation American journal? We do have people who submit pieces to other two American journals. And of course, then the CIA destroyed the rest of the files, which is what they do. George H.W. Bush came out and finally made the statement about Mockingbird. Well, we're going to officially stop the Mockingbird program. The CIA will no longer pay journalists to write stories. From now on, the program is voluntary, which means Mockingbird continues today. When's the last time you've seen a mainstream media outlet do a serious investigative report on the actions of the CIA? There's a reason for that. This would mean that the CIA could manipulate the news in the United States by channeling it through some foreign country. And we're looking at that very carefully. You say that continues today? Well, I, yeah, I would think probably for a reporter it would continue today, but because of all of the revelations of the period of the 1970s, uh, it seems to me that a reporter's got to be much more circumspect in doing it now, or he runs the risk of uh, at least being looked at with considerable disfavor by the public. I think you've got to be much more careful about it. 
platforms to push their own personal bias and agenda to control exactly what people think. And this is extremely dangerous to our democracy. 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 Okay, so we get the picture. They are serving us up a bunch of pre-scripted storylines and talking points, and they are trying to get us to kind of dumb ourselves down, and they're going to help us do that and then follow along with whatever narrative that they want to serve us up, okay? So it's kind of ridiculous. Um, now, what I want to show from there is a series of clips. We're going to kind of move into the COVID vaccine era because here's where they do all the propaganda. We're going to look at some fun propaganda on this in a little bit. Let me see what I have. First, I've got um, some compilations. Okay, the first I want to do is the, I play this kind of a lot, but I'm going to play it again. This is the Neil Young song, The Needle and the Damage Done, um, to remind us about Vax Injured, right? So I'm going to play that clip, and then I'm gonna, we're going to hear right away from some vaccine injured people. So I'm going to roll these two clips now uh, back to back. And then let me see what I can do here. If you guys are going to comment during... Uh, these shows, I, I know I have to get the getter comments into the windows while we're watching videos. If I don't copy them in there, sorry, like, then I have to create it while we're watching. So um, let me see. Just give me one more minute. I'm copying and pasting. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast later, <laughs> when you watch the videos, you see what I'm doing when I'm kind of uh, clicking around here, clickety-clack. So, okay, I think we're all set now. So now we're going to go into um, the vaccine, vaccine injuries, vaccine propaganda, and that's where we're going to sit for the bulk of the show. Uh, first, we're going to welcome Ursula to the house. Welcome, Ursula, to the live show. Um, Renee, I'm so glad you're back here today. So um, here we go. So First clip is Needle in the Damage Done, and then we're going to go right into a clip of vaccine-injured testimonials. Okay, here we go.
because I love the man I know that some of you don't understand Milk, but to keep from running out I've seen the needle and the damage done A little part of it in I got the COVID vaccine because I'm vulnerable and my doctor told me to. I got the vaccine to do the right thing. I got the vaccine to make sure that my dad wouldn't get sick. I got the COVID vaccine because my husband kept getting exposed to COVID at work. I got the vaccine to protect my health. I got the vaccine to protect my friends, my family, and my patients. I received the vaccine to help protect my patients. I got the vaccine to be able to travel. I got the vaccine to protect my dad and my husband. I got my vaccine because I wanted to help protect people and I wanted life to go back to normal. But now I'm injured. And then after I was sick, I was told I don't know what to do by doctors. My physician told me the vaccine couldn't do this to me and that I was healthy. My doctor said the second jab could kill me, but he later tried to blame something else. My doctor said that my symptoms could not have come from the vaccine. My doctor doesn't know what to do. My doctor said it's kind of like we're all guinea pigs because this is all so new. We don't really know how to deal with these reactions that we're seeing. I've been told not to share my story because it scares people. I have been told that I should have known better than to get the vaccine or I told you not to get the vaccine. My fr friends tell me I got mine and I'm just f fine. I've had many people tell me that my injury is not from the vaccine. My family told me that I was just stressed and anxious. I had a friend tell me, well, I guess you're just one of the unlucky ones because I was fine. Someone close to me told me that I should be silent for the greater good. I have been bull bullied. I've had death threats. I've been made f fun of. I have been injured now for 10 months. Five months. For six months. 11 months. 11 months. 11 months. 11 months. 12 months. 13 months. Nearly four months now. For seven months. For 12 months. 13 months. I've now been injured for 13 months. No one knows how to help us. No one wants to believe us. All right, so that's where it cuts off. This is from a longer video, um, and it's heart-wrenching and gut-wrenching indeed. Um, love seeing the comments come through while we're watching these videos. Um, I see BG is in Getter, um, talking points propaganda. That's exactly what it is. Let's see if I make that a little more readable. Can you guys read those? Um, so, by the way, if you're watching on Getter, um, 
a nice group of people watching on Getter every week and not a lot of live interaction from the Getter chat except for the regular fam that's been coming. So I encourage you to just keep watching, but drop some comments in there. Um, thank you for people who are sharing my posts on the different platforms. We're also uh, streaming to Twitter, we're streaming to LinkedIn, we're streaming to Facebook. Um, I'm heavily throttled on all of these platforms. Uh, but we are going out on these platforms and a lot of them are lifting their COVID propaganda rules that got me taken off YouTube permanently. It got my two accounts kicked off Twitter. Um, I'm allowed to speak even though I'm on my third account on Twitter and it's totally throttled. Um, but at least we're out there and we're getting out there. So uh, wherever you're finding me, Twitch, DLive, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Getter, um, really appreciate you and you are welcome here in the family. Just show up and announce yourself and you'll be welcomed uh, warmly by everybody. So uh, and really appreciated by me. Uh, another quick note is that I have a Substack and that is eventalks.substack.com. I just dropped my glasses. Um, this is my Substack. I just posted last week's live stream show in the audio podcast version, episode 253, Medical Tyranny and the Death Jabs. Uh, if you're on my Substack, again, eventalks.substack.com, um, you'll find last week's episode uh, in audio version at the top, and then it shows that it's cross-posted to my blog. You can just tap the image to get to my blog if you wanna watch the live stream. And then I did a uh, epic write-up that is in addition to the show last week, where some of the uh, tweets and Twitter threads that I covered in the show, I actually put in the article and I wrote that up. I put Jimmy Fallon's propaganda song for COVID in there. We're gonna watch that today. It's so embarrassing for him. Um, I also dropped an embed of Stu Peter's documentary, Died Suddenly, that talks about all the embalmers, how they're removing strange blood clots from the bodies of the vaccinated, um, dead ones in the cases of embalmers, but some from live people also in surgeries. And we're gonna look at a clip from that today as well, okay? There's a timestamp directory to the whole episode. Uh, we looked at three Greg Reese reports last week from InfoWars, which were amazing. Um, and so I encourage you to subscribe to my Substack and um, help me keep doing this kind of independent journalism. I appreciate that. So uh, what's coming up next? We're going to, um, Renee is giving, did I put that up there already? This is the most loving family? It certainly is. And Ursula's saying, uh, Ursula concurs with that. I definitely concur with that. Um, you guys are my family. I love meeting with you every week on Wednesdays. I love being in touch with you guys on and off camera. Okay. And um, Ursula's commenting on Fauci. Let me get that up there. Why isn't that going up there? Fauci came out today and said that the death, the death jabs, I see COVID shots and I just instantly say death jabs. That's what I see, uh, are not causing these medical emergencies he is a liar. Fauci lied, people died, um, is that famous hashtag. So um, BG's got some comments. I want to get that up there. Uh, per Tucker Carlson, uh, the AP has received eight 
million dollars to write their stories. So of course the AP, my very first uh, podcast ever was a song, a musical report about how the AP helped Hitler in his extermination campaign against the Jews and how the AP and IBM are at it again, creating their two-tiered society and their tracking system with Vax passports. Um, the AP are horrible, horrible people. They are actively enabling evil and they've actually been paid millions of dollars to do it. Thank you, BG, for pointing that out. And um, it's just an embarrassment to humanity uh, what's going on. Um, Lisa's commenting, no matter how much info comes out about these shots, the perpetrators are going to deny it to the death. Um, and of course they will, right? Because how does it work when we uh, see criminals get arrested? How many criminals in prison or in the movies or television shows where people are in prison, how many uh, of them say, ah, oh, you got me, you're right, I robbed all those banks or I killed those people. They never do, they never admit it. They always say, I was innocent, you got the wrong guy, I didn't do it. Um, and that's exactly what these criminals, uh, the COVID criminals and the lockdown criminals and the vaccine criminals, they're just gonna either double down, like Lisa's saying, or they just deny it. Uh, they gaslight, they give you all kinds of other stuff. I had a video I didn't get loaded up today, which um, you may have seen about Neil deGrasse Tyson, the astrophysicist just being grilled about the COVID vaccines and him freaking out about people coming out and talking about mandates, how they were unlawful and how people shouldn't be forced to get the shots. And he's arguing that everyone should be forced to get the death jabs. And he talks about the policy and how there's review boards and there's all these things. And he does, and he says, because it's public health and you can infect someone else, to him that gives the government the right to force you to inject anything they want, whether they tested it or not, and whether they lied to you and say it's tested and it's safe and effective and all of that stuff. Um, Ursula points out the Bush family helped the Hitler regime too in World War II with weapons. And of course, so did Ford Company, right? And um, a lot of American companies gave money to the Nazis. And then of course, after World War II, we brought in Operation Paperclip thousands and thousands of Nazis here into America and we whitewashed their history, gave them new names and new identities and put them in charge in a lot of cases of our government and different government agencies. Um, so it's actually, you know, uh, decades later, kind of not surprising how American policy has gone off the rails and seems to be evil because it seems like we brought the Nazis here, we put them in charge and we let them create our policy for decades. And then we sit back and wonder like, why does it seem like the government's up to no good? Why does it seem like the government's evil? I think that's exactly why, okay? So um, let me move right along. We're talking about, uh, I just showed you a little uh, screenshot of the Stu Peters Died Suddenly documentary. And we're talking about vaccines and vaccine injuries and the embalmers who are reporting these strange blood clot-like uh, materials. So let me show you this video clip right now um, of embalmers removing strange, disgusting clots. So this is a little bit graphic. I want to give a warning. 
Um, probably not suitable for kids. But if there's any kids out there of any age that are watching or have parents are watching and the kids are getting propagandized to get these COVID shots, then the kids should watch this. They should see what is going to happen to them if they inject these death shots. So let's take a look at this clip. It is gross, but important to watch. Coming out of the iliac. Normally we don't see clots in the iliac, in an artery. Usually they're in veins. And I'm probably not going to be able to get it all. This is not normal. The big one came out of the vein, the small one came out of the iliac artery itself. Wow. As the months passed by, the clots became worse, and each person, um, the quantity of them was much larger and they were getting larger. We were doing um, an injection and drainage into the common carotid artery and we were getting fluid in and then it, all of a sudden it just stopped and we could not get any more fluid. We were not getting any drainage of any type. Oh, look at it, look at it. Whoa, watch out, it's gonna spurt. That's a monster, holy Jesus, come on. I believe Ew, how disgusting, right? It just squirts all over the place um, Nasty, nasty And Lisa says um, that she feels some days like she's in some nightmare simulation um, Of course, man, now I want to go into my whole metaverse thing About the simulation and how they're trying to get us dumbed down out of 3D. Like 3D gives us too much access to God uh, through prayer and meditation. And they want, that's why they want everyone with goggles on or augmented glasses. And they want people in their devices, nose to the device or in the metaverse all the time because they literally want us, our whole perception of reality, they want to warp and change so that we don't even perceive reality anymore. We perceive their fake metaverse or whatever they're going to build, okay? Um, 3D, some people say, is the simulation, right? This is kind of a simulated environment for our souls, which are eternal. And um, it's just the whole thing is so kind of gross, okay? So let me see if I have any more serious clips. Yes, I have two more clips in this regard. So what I'm trying to do here is build a case that we see the injuries are real, right? We've seen, we've heard from the vaccine injured. We saw the compilation clip of the vaccine injured, um, the needle and the damage done. Um, and now I wanna go back to the criminal conspiracy, okay? And show you two clips. One of them is actually three clips that are going to prove the criminal conspiracy on the corporate level and the WE forum. I'm going to show you three clips. This first clip 
I've shown these before, but I'm putting them all together in this episode. So new viewers and Substack readers and everyone, we're in 2023 now. Um, it's important to kind of keep repackaging a lot of this information and putting it together so it's easy to serve up. It's easy to share and get people to go. So um, the first one is Ralph Barrick. Okay, Ralph Barrick is partners with Peter Daszak and EcoHealth Alliance, and they're funded by Anthony Fauci and the NIH, and they did the creation of the chimeric virus, commonly known as COVID. And they also have profit motives in the vaccine. So these are the ones that created the virus, created the pandemic scare, pushed the lockdowns, pushed the fear agenda, and then on the back end, push the vaccine development and the vaccine profit incentive, which they're now profiting from. And this is a video of Ralph Barrick before the pandemic talking about the uh, economic opportunities to make a lot of money in this area of vaccines and pandemics, okay? So let me show this one first. And I'll pop back in. I'll introduce the next clip. There's three clips in a row in this little part of the show. There it is. Uh, during the Ebola outbreak, there was about an 8 to 10% drop in the market. It then quickly recovered. I wanted to give you good news. You can, there are winners out there, right? So if you're looking at, if you want to be prepared and make money in the next pandemic, if that's what you want to do, buy stock in hazmat suit makers and protective clothing or, vi or companies that make antiviral drugs of that particular pandemic, you'll probably do pretty well. There are actually uh, mutual funds for pandemic preparedness. You can bet on anything in this country. <laughs> Some products do well. 1918, including masks, same thing today. Now, pandemics really are uh, times of opportunity, and I like George R.R. R. Martin's quote of chaos as a ladder. Um, there is an opportunity for people to have political gain, financial gain, and personal gain during times of social upheaval, and that will probably occur. There will be misleading stories on social media, miracle cures that will be touted, conspiracy theories. One thing that uh, is kind of new you could probably buy and order your own vaccine on the internet for about 200 bucks now. So you can buy your own vaccine and probably vaccinate yourself. Um, if you have a little bit of knowledge and most likely somebody will come up with a scheme to sell that in a safe, in a, in a legal way, not a There it is. Sorry, I just, uh hit the end of that clip, okay? So that's Ralph Barrick telling everyone that during times of uh, upheaval and public fear and um, sickness and illness and confusion, there's great opportunity to make money and to grab power. He's basically telling everyone what they can do, okay? So um, that was Ralph Barrick who helped create this whole thing and kind of admitting on the front end that he was a profiteer and he was encouraging everybody to invest. He was like, remember 1918, they made all this money on masks because we know masks didn't help anyone in the Spanish flu and they certainly didn't help anyone in COVID. So now I'm going to show you a clip of an executive from Bear Industries, okay, who also is a massive 
vaccine maker. They also bought Monsanto. So they're like the big pinnacle of evil right now. And this is a bear executive explaining to everyone how if you would have polled everyone in the world and asked if they would willingly shoot mRNA gene programming technology into their veins, untested, unknown, basically 90% of the world would have been like, fuck no, we have no interest in that. But because there was a fake pandemic scare and everybody was terrified of COVID, so many people were manipulated and gaslit and um, fear-mongered into getting that very shot. So you have to listen carefully to this. You have to read between the lines, but you have to hear what he's saying. It's basically a criminal conspiracy acknowledgement that they used COVID to push these products that nobody would have wanted, but for this pandemic scare. Okay, so here is the uh, one of the chief executives at Bayer Industries explaining how they used the COVID scare to push this mRNA gene editing technology on unsuspecting, afraid population. Uh, we're really taking that leap, uh, us as a company, Bayer. Uh, in cell and gene therapy, which to me is one of these examples where really we're going to make a difference, hopefully, uh, moving forward. There's some, uh, ultimately, the, uh, the mRNA vaccines uh, are an example for that uh, cell and gene therapy. I always like to say, if we had surveyed two years ago uh, in the public, would you be willing to take a, a gene, th gene or cell therapy and inject it into your body, we would have probably had a 95% refusal rate. I think uh, this pandemic has also opened many people's eyes to, to innovation in the way that uh, was maybe not possible before. Okay, are we following along here? So you got the head of Bear saying that 95% of the people in the world would have pushed away and said no thank you to that gene editing mRNA injection, but because of the COVID scare, all these people were willing to do it, okay? Is that not a criminal admission that can be used against him in a court of law? I don't know. He has immunity as the manufacturer, but um, I don't know if that if that's a criminal admission or not. It sure sounds like one to me. Um, Ursula's commenting about paper masks that paper masks are good to blow your nose into when you do not have the tissue. <laughs> okay. Um, Lisa gave that an LOL and Ursula follows up. I had a handful of clean paper masks from the hospital. I stuffed in my purse and now I have Kleenex. It's absolutely perfect. I like to use them to wipe my butt. Um, although you can't flush the metal down the toilet, so I don't really wipe my butt with it. But effectively, that's kind of all they're good for. Okay, now this third clip is, um, oh, thanks, Ursula, <laughs> that'll work too. Um, this third clip is a WE forum clip bragging about how they're going to use the mRNA vaccines to re-edit the human genome and create a new code for life, okay? What that really means is they're doing idolatry. They're trying to be better than God. They want to rewrite God's code, which is DNA, and she says they're going to have write privileges. So like on a computer, you know, when you have your files, you can set the permissions and they can be either read-only or they could be read and write. And if you have read and write permissions, you can actually go in there and edit 
a document, or in this case, if you're looking at the human genome with DNA and you have quote unquote write privileges, that means you can go in and rewrite God's code of DNA. And these WEF monsters, idolaters, okay, that God despises and is going to punish severely for what they're doing, they are bragging about how they're going to change the human DNA. So you have to look at these because they put these videos out, they brag about what they're doing, and then if we go and share what they're doing on social media and other places, we get hit with fact check labels and denials and gaslighting, and they're saying, oh, we don't do that, or they, remember when they said mRNA didn't change your DNA? Do you remember that? Just not that long ago. They're saying, oh, mRNA, that's gas, that's a lie, they said, it's a conspiracy theory, of course, I don't remember where I first learned about RNA and DNA. I think it was in fifth grade or sixth grade science class. And that's where we learned that RNA is the building block that tells the DNA what to do. So any idiot asshole, stupid motherfucker piece of shit that doesn't know that RNA changes DNA was a total abject liar to begin with, and they should be held accountable or they should be dragged by their whatever it is, their man bun or their goatee or whatever it is into re-education camps to be retold basic science that RNA changes your DNA, okay? So now you've got WEF bragging that they're actually gonna rewrite the whole genome. So on the one hand, they brag about it. We're changing God's code. On the other hand, they're saying, these guys are conspiracy theorists. They say we're trying to change your DNA, okay? Here is the WE Forum admitting what they're doing to everybody and what they plan on doing to humanity. Speaking, we're talking about improving biology and redesigning organisms for beneficial purposes. It's going to allow us to not just edit genomes, but also, uh, and importantly, write a new code for life. We'll have write-level permissions. We already started to see some of that this year. COVID-19 vaccines, they make use of engineered code in the form of messenger RNA. What's on the horizon are diminished reality glasses that look very much like what I'm wearing um, that would allow you to remove things from your point of view, from your view, whether that's garbage uh, or other people. Okay, so are you listening to that? Diminished reality glasses, not augmented where they add stuff like, you know, text overlays and you walk down the street and you're looking at shops and you see like, you know, the text and what's in there. They're saying you can remove other people. There you go, Renee. Remove other people. Diminished reality. So imagine the people with severe Trump derangement syndrome that can't admit reality, that they want to now just take, I mean, I guess it can be used the other side. I don't want to see people outside or in big shopping places wearing masks. I think they're ridiculous and mock worthy and they make me sick to my stomach and I can't stand anyone who does that. And it's just disgusting. I have a visceral disgust 
that happens when I see a mask tard out there wearing a mask. And if I had augmented glasses, reality glasses, I would certainly program it to block everyone who's wearing a mask so I don't even see them. Now, I don't know how those work in terms of if you can't see things, can't you bump into people or get hit by a car or whatever? I would never put something on my eyes that changes what you see. If it enhances what you see, that's one thing. But if it takes away stuff, that means that you could be walking down the street and thinking that you're in a clear street and there's actually a Mack truck headed your way about to roll you over and... That's just going to add to the ways that the deep state can eliminate and kill people. Um, so I really recommend against those diminished reality glasses. But are we starting to see how devious and deceptive and evil these people are? That for a year we had to hear how we were conspiracy theorists talking about RNA changing the DNA. And now they're there just telling you point blank. We're going to have right permissions on the human DNA. We're going to change the whole code of life. And we're going to make this new technology so that we can just see what we want to see and take away things we don't want to see. Um, these people are disgusting and they hate reality and they hate humanity. Um, <laughs> Ursula says that would be the view. So <laughs> you mean you put the glasses on and you take all those crazy ladies out of your view or that's the new view is people just watching all the libtards and woketards that will just shut out everything and everyone they don't like then all of a sudden everyone's just kind of walking around with this tunnel vision and nobody sees anything look what we have now is people that are have their noses buried in their cell phones and they could be walking down the street but they're looking like this and they're not even looking up and around so those people have been so indoctrinated that now they're being offered a new way that you can put on these glasses and then you don't have to have your nose buried in a thing. Um, you know what it reminds me of? I wish I had video of this. Remember like before cell phones, when if you were driving down the street and you saw somebody walking alone that looked like they were moving their hands and arms and having a full-blown conversation with someone, you think they're crazy? But it turns out maybe they were just on the cell phone uh, before their time. So I've shown you now proof that there's vaccine injuries are real, proof that the blood clots are real. Okay. Then I've shown you how the media tells you beware of where you get this information because it could be, you know, very dangerous to our democracy if people find out too much truth. Then I showed you people bragging about their profit motive in the vaccines and how they intend, fully intend to change humanity at the DNA level and change our entire experience on earth, okay? So now for the fun part of the show, that was the more serious part. I wanna just have some fun now and I wanna look back and look at what's going on now at some of the vax propaganda that we've been served up as a society just to kind of remember um, what we've had to go through. So the first thing is what I call the burger element video. Now you remember de Blasio from New York where he was giving away free fries and burgers to try and get the vaccine. You remember this? Free fries when you get vaccinated? Um, 
I got vaccinated. You're saying I could get this, you delicious fries? Wait a minute. But there's also a, a burger element to this. Let me let me check with Bill Neithart. Is it too early in the day to eat a burger? No. This can be breakfast. Okay. I want you to look at this and think about, again, some people love hamburgers, some don't. really want to respect all ways of life. But if this is appealing to you, just think of this when you think of vaccination. Mmm. Vaccination. Mmm. <laughs> I'm getting a very good feeling about vaccination right this moment. Yeah. All right. So there's Bill de Blasio, stoner Bill de Blasio, eating burgers and fries. And that's one of my favorite lines of propaganda um, of all time. It's one of my favorite lines of all time where he's like, wait a minute. Are you telling me there's a burger element to this? <laughs> I don't know why. I just love that. Um, makes uh, Ursula says, yuck, makes me not want to eat burgers anymore. Um, amen to that. Lisa says uh, a burger is a way of life. He has some real doozies that he comes out with. Um, and um, Kelly's just commenting that he's straight up evil. Okay, so we've got him. And um, let's see, uh, Charles here on uh, Twitch saying Vax Munchies, only de Blasio would have the Vax Munchies. Um, and Renee saying, uh, I won't touch a burger from any place anymore. It's so sad because God only knows what they're doing to the meat. They're vaccinating the cows now and trying to get those spike proteins into us by any means uh, possible. Okay, so we saw, uh, let me look at my list of videos here. We saw the embalmers. We saw de Blasio. Okay, this next one, okay, and um, Ursula's saying there's probably bugs inside, but of course, now they would put the bugs all over the outside and make us want to eat those bugs. I did not load up today the bug-eating propaganda. Um, maybe I'll do that for next week. There's some really good new bug-eating co uh, compilation videos of the celebrities pushing the bug-eating agenda. Um, I don't have that ready for this show, uh, Ursula, but I definitely will uh, do that coming up, okay? Um, Lisa says, thank you. It's getting closer to dinner. Uh, let's look next at some other propaganda. Okay, now you might have seen this. This is very embarrassing what I'm about to show you uh, for Jimmy Fallon, but he has no shame. So this is the latest song from Jimmy Fallon about the new scariant, call that the COVID-19 variant to be scared about, Scariant. And the Scariant is called XBB 1.5 or something like that, that um, I've heard somehow redounds down to 666 like everything else in this New World Order. Um, so we're going to take a look at his new song and say goodbye to Kelly. Uh, I'm going to study, uh, help your son study for your midterm. God bless, Kelly. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Uh, have fun. You're a great mom. Uh, and you are a great, great, great friend. I love you. Okay. And so um, let's see. Ursula says, make sure to download the bug menu <laughs> for us. And uh, says goodbye to Kelly. Okay. So check this out. This is Jimmy Fallon's song 
promoting the scariant that's supposed to scare us into wanting to get the next mRNA shots and boosters, okay? This is, it sounds like they ripped off um, a B-52 song, like Love Shack or something like that. To me, that's kind of what I'm hearing in this song. This is about XBB. You just got to look in his eyes and see the hollowness of what it looks like when you sell your soul. If you ever wondered what it looks like when you sell your soul, um, it looks a lot like this. Guys, I read about a new COVID variant that is some people worried. It's called XBB.1.5. I guess they couldn't think of a catchier name. And it actually inspired me to write a tiny song. was Alpha, then Delta, then Omicron X, but this latest variant might be the best. It's XBB.1.5, another brand of COVID-19 has arrived. It's a new strain, but it isn't the same. Sounds more like Elon Musk, his name. It's XBB.1.5, not UB40, who sings red, red wine. Put on your mask when you're inside a facility. It could be a robot from a Star Wars trilogy. It's XBB.1.5, not OMG or MP3 or TCBY, or an eye chart made by a really high guy. Sounds like the password of your parents' Wi-Fi. It's X- Hold on a minute, you guys. I'm just going to roll this back a little bit so we get to the... Um, hand signs of the Freemason. There we go. There's his Hitler salute, hand sign to Lucifer, one-eyed Baphomet, um, secret hand signs of the Freemason Luciferians in there, okay? A really high guy sounds like the password of your parents' Wi-Fi. Okay, so that was total B-52s, right? That was total Love Shack ripoff. Um, I'm pretty sure we can all agree on that. That was He totally imitated the B-52s guy's cadence and voice and stuff like that because he wants to make it catchy and they want to have a quick hit. It's called a sound-alike in um, music and television. And so how disgusting was that? I mean... I just feel bad for Jimmy Fallon. He's going to spend eternity in the lake of fire. And um, I hope he enjoys his ride while he's getting all the benefits of selling his soul. But it's really sad. Okay. So what else do I've got? I've got some more for you too. Okay. This is another piece of propaganda that was from the Stephen Colbert show. Um and um, yeah, too bad he sold his soul. And Stephen Colbert sold his soul too. I almost wanted to show you a little of that disgusting vaccine dance that he did to the song Tequila last year, but I can't even stomach to watch it. So this is another sketch. Do you remember when they came out with the mix and match vaccines where like, these are supposed to be different companies with different proprietary vaccines, J&J and Pfizer and AstraZeneca, And then they came out with an announcement, the CDC, that you can mix and match your boosters. So it didn't matter what kind you got. 
you could get a booster from any different manufacturer and, you know, believe the science, believe the science. It's totally safe to like take unknown injections from any manufacturer and mix and match them because it doesn't matter which one you got because they're all so good for you. Just take them all, okay? So this is the mix and match propaganda. The FDA has authorized booster shots of the Moderna and J&J vaccines while also approving a mix and match approach to boosters, meaning those eligible could get a booster shot from a different vaccine maker than the vaccine they initially received. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mambo number 19. One, two, three, nineteen. I used to be committed to one vaccine. Now there's an orgy coursing through my veins. Like a swing of party, bubble less cocaine. A menage back fills me with glee. Multiple bricks inside of me. Uh-huh. Building up my immune response by taking more shots than Barry Bonds. A little Moderna in my arm. A little bit of Pfizer. All right. Now, people are cheering and laughing at that at the same time that they're injecting the same things into them. So there's such a disconnect that they don't even get that they're just being made fun of while they're being poisoned. And they do these really funny things and still use them for propaganda to get people get the shots. I'm completely blown away by that. Okay, so now I want to show you. My favorite vaccine propaganda I think I've ever seen in my life. Um, I don't know who this guy is, but this song has stuck in my head for the last week. And I just keep walking around and singing this in my head, which is very scary. Um, and you just have to see it to believe it. Okay, check it out. This I think this is the best vaccine propaganda out there. Five, six, vaccinate. AstraZeneca, Veneca, Veneca, or Pfizer. Just jab anything, 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 none the wiser. It's no conspiracy, conspiracy, conspiracy. I'm not a liar. Just jab anything, 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 anything. Good morning, everybody. It's Cardi B. Oh, sorry, guys. I met Gladdy B. Last night, until 8 p.m., we had 50,000 people get tested again. Come on, Australia, we don't want to lose. If you go outside, make sure you're in twos. When you see your neighbors, don't say hi. Just put on your mask and walk on by. Five, six, seven, eight. Let's all vaccinate. Astra, Zeneca, Zeneca, Zeneca. Or Pfizer. Just jab anything, anything, anything. None the wiser. It's no conspiracy, conspiracy, conspiracy. I'm not a liar. All right, I don't know why, but I just love that song, okay? If you're going to push out the propaganda, <laughs> go all the way. <laughs> go all the way with the vaccine propaganda, right? Disturbing. Um, for some reason, I just love that. It makes me laugh. I, I have to think that guy is being tongue-in-cheek. I just don't know. Um, so let me look at what I have now. I have got uh, just a couple of more videos to show today. 
Okay, I've got a bunch of news. Um, funny but creepy. <laughs> Renee's saying funny but creepy. That guy's total creep, right? But really funny. And he's just, I love his costumes and his dance moves. And I love how he's gesturing to the uh, vaccines and stuff like that. It's really disturbing. You're right. Um, so now... Uh, I've got a bunch of articles that I was going to read, but I kind of just feel like um, doing the video review today and talking to you guys and not doing a lot of reading. Um, let me just go through some of my tabs and just see if there's anything that I absolutely need to report. Okay, here's a couple of headlines that are worthy of reporting. Okay. Uh, it seems that the public health emergency for COVID was renewed today uh, by Xavier Becerra, the Secretary of Health and Human Services, just renewed the COVID emergency public health. What does that mean for us? I don't know. I think it means that they can just keep pushing out the emergency orders and the emergency use things for masks and vaccines and social distancing and all of the stupid shit that they do in the name of COVID. Uh, I don't know how it affects anything else except that they're just uh, declaring this emergency. So there's still an emergency three years later. Nobody's really dying except from the, the jabs, the death jabs. Um, and over 70, 80% of the people who are dying with so-called COVID actually are vaccinated triple, quadruple vaccinated. Um, so that's just one thing to keep in mind. Meanwhile, over at the World Health Organization, they are in secret meetings this week, all week long, for this pandemic treaty that we reported on a few months ago, where they want to go into countries, including the United States, um, and put the UN in charge and the WHO and declare a health emergency and override the Constitution and basically force inoculations onto everybody, 100% of people at the point of a gun and the point of a needle. Um, these are secret meetings that people aren't invited to. Um, there's no commentary allowed. And I don't know how this is going to play out, but they're trying to make a power grab to be able to come into our country and come into countries all over the world and dictate health policy under the guise of, you know, a world health emergency. So I think that Biden's uh, crew extending the health emergency feeds into their agenda to let the WHO and the United Nations come into America and turn us into a COVID totalitarian state. So um, watch this space, keep your eyes peeled, keep your ears open. Um, in related news, in other news, the um, Biden regime is thinking about banning gas stoves. Okay, you may have heard of that. And let me show you my screen here. This is coming out of Zero Hedge by Tyler Durden. Um, that says the American Gas Association says that the possible ban on gas stoves is reckless and is not based in sound science. Now, I don't know about you guys. I have a gas stove here where I live and my gas stove is trans electric. OK, so my stove, it was born a gas stove. 
but it came out to me today while I was cooking um, my breakfast. And it said to me, you know, that it really self-identifies as an electric stove. And I was like, I need to gender affirm my stove as a trans electric stove. Just like most of us here in this audience are trans vaccinated. We may have not actually been vaccinated, but we identify as vaccinated and our pronouns are, you know, yes, vaccinated. And so everyone needs to accept that and all of that stuff. So um, Ursula, you hear what I'm saying? So you think your gas stove is a trans stove too. So I think that that is the way through this, okay? Everybody needs to talk to your stove. And if you love your stove, you can totally marry your stove because love is love. And, you know, who cares, right? Whether we marry people... um, radically out of our age group now. That's the new thing as they try to normalize pedophilia. You can identify as a six-year-old if you want, and you can go into six-year-old locker rooms and be a naked grown man or woman showering with, you know, uh, second and third graders, as long as you identify with that. So I think we, you know, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. The stoves that identify as electric stoves need to be honored for that. Or everyone who's trying to ban those stoves are just bigots. And so we're not stove bigots here. We totally understand and respect their pronouns. And so the trans electric stove, I think, is here to stay. And I'm super excited about that. So um, let me just cover a couple of other. There's more died suddenly news. There's an Air Force cadet, 21. Uh, years old among several young people who have been dying suddenly over the past few days. This is um, prayers and blessings to his family of Hunter Brown, who died after suffering a medical emergency while on his way to class. So just died suddenly news. It's really, really, really sad. They're being forced to take these vaccines and they're dropping dead. Um, Here is... uh, A five-year-old kindergartner, Evelyn Bauer, attending Shawnee Elementary School in Huron, Ohio, Ohio, also died suddenly, unexpectedly, according to uh, another report, because, of course, she was given the purely safe and effective depopulation death jab, um, infertility jab, and it's killing five-year-olds now. So I think we could be pretty clear um, what's going on. Okay, now... Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene in Congress is calling for an immediate investigation into the surge of sudden deaths, okay? And she said we need an immediate investigation, she said this on Twitter today, into why people are dying suddenly from strokes and cardiac arrest all across the world, especially while people are continuing to be forced to take the COVID-19 vaccines through mandates, Um, Now, of course, the mandates are all unlawful in the United States of America. And even when they're upheld uh, by courts, making them legal, it doesn't make them lawful. Unlawful means that it is repugnant to the Constitution. It goes against our God-given rights as enumerated in the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. And they're unenforceable and on their face null and void, according to the Constitution, which in America is the highest law, the supreme law of the land. So courts can make mistakes and they can declare things that are uh, illegal to be lawful, and they could be wrong 
um, and they can be overturned later. It could be overturned by legislation or by a later court. And I think that we're gonna find if the world doesn't fall apart between now and then, we will ultimately get to a place where all the courts agree that these mandates are unlawful and um, especially that the criminals pushing the mandates need to be held accountable for their crimes against humanity. They need to be brought to trial. They need to be brought to Nuremberg style trials and they need to be tried for crimes against humanity and punished to the full extent of the law in many, many, many cases, okay? And so um, related news, the Pentagon has just dropped their COVID-19 vaccine mandate for troops. I would put some applause there for that, but it's nothing to applaud. There should have never been a mandate and so many people have been hurt already by this. Um, but Secretary, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, woke tired if ever there was one, um, is continuing to promote and encourage the vaccine, the fake vaccine for all service members, but they're no longer going to require it, okay? So I think that's it for my news review. Um, I showed you the COVID. Um, oh, the CDC finally released their VAERS safety monitoring analyses for COVID vaccines. That's a long article. I almost did the whole show on this article today out of Zero Hedge, um, also covered under Infowars.com, where the CDC is finally uh, releasing safety signal information. I'm not sure if this has to do with Steve Kirsch putting up billboards right in front of the CDC headquarters saying, why isn't the CDC looking at the vaccine uh, safety data? And why aren't they looking at signals? Signals means, you know, a number of deaths, a number of uh, injuries per how many vaccines given creates a safety signal where normally they would pull the vaccine from the shelves, okay? In the COVID case, um, you have twice as many, more than twice as many COVID-19 vaccine reports being classified as serious versus all other vaccines in all of history. Um, it says there's 96 safety signals for 12 to 17 year olds, including myocarditis, pericarditis, Bell's palsy, genital ulcerations, high blood pressure and heart rate, menstrual irregularities, cardiac valve incompetencies. These are 12 to 17 year olds. So they want to keep pushing these death shots on our kids and at different ages. It's horrible. Okay. Um, I don't want to go into the nitty gritty on that report, um, but that is basically they're starting to come out with the information that shows how many people are being injured um, and killed by these vaccines, okay? Um, Ursula says Fauci doesn't care if these people died. I'm sure he sleeps soundly because he is a evil, evil, evil um, motherfucker, okay? So take a deep breath, okay? Switching gears for the last part of the report, President Trump put out an announcement today about big tech social media censorship, okay? Now, a lot of people are saying, you know, it's a little too little too late. He's talking a big game now. Why didn't he clap, you know, clamp down while he was president? Um, some say he's still president under devolution, but that's a whole other story. 
Let's look at Trump's announcement that he made today about what he plans to do about social media censorship and big tech. The now famous Twitter files have proven beyond all doubt that the corrupt officials at the FBI have been coordinating a massive censorship, surveillance, and propaganda campaign against the American people and, frankly, against me. In the most recent and notorious example, the FBI worked to stop the truth from being told about the Biden family's criminality. They worked so hard to stop it from coming out and the corruption prior to the 2020 election. They didn't want any bad information to come out about the Biden family. The fix was in. The election was rigged. But the censorship of the laptop from hell is only the beginning of the story about the weaponization of government against free speech. We must have free speech in our country. We must have a fair and free press. As recent reporting shows, the FBI and other rogue agencies have been systematically colluding with former national security officials placed in high positions at Twitter and very likely other companies to advance their censorship regime, which is really, in this case, to steal an election. This anti-American effort, and a very illegal effort at that, has been working to silence dissenting opinions on COVID and crucial issues on public health and on the election and elections in the future. They suppressed doctors and health experts who dared to question approved public health narratives. They censored voices who criticized school closures, lockdowns, and mandates. And they even banned people simply for stating proven scientific facts. And anything bad about China, they didn't want out. But anything bad about Biden and the Biden crime family, and that's what it was, just look at the laptop from hell, they didn't want that coming out under any circumstances. What they wanted coming out was anything bad about your favorite president, me. Anything bad about Trump, put it out, even if it's not true. But this all had nothing to do with science. This had nothing to do with saving lives. It had everything to do with politics or a sick ideology. This was about government working with powerful corporations to seize power over you, the American people. And we can't let that continue. The Twitter files prove that we urgently need my plan to dismantle the illegal censorship regime, a regime like nobody's ever seen in the history of our country or most other countries, for that matter, to prosecute the perpetrators for their crimes and to restore free speech for all Americans. So important. We need a free press. We need free speech. We need fair elections. And we need borders. The new Congress should immediately hold hearings to investigate the role of the FBI and other federal agencies in censoring lawful speech. Congressional leaders should promptly issue subpoenas in furtherance of this goal. The revelations also highlight why my proposal to end the revolving door between the deep state — and there is a deep state indeed. I wasn't a believer, but everybody's a believer right now — and the tech tyrants is so important. There must be a seven-year cooling-off period before any employee of these powerful agencies is allowed to take a job at a major platform. When I'm president, we will take back our freedoms. We will take back our country. All right. 
Um, how many of us here are still planning to vote for President Trump? Are you still behind Trump, even with his failing to come out against the vaccines? Or is it that he is basically so much better than everybody else on other issues that he still seems to be the one, right? Um, I really don't like his stance about being proud of the vaccines and the poison death shots, but he's been against mandates from the very beginning. Um, he did create this warp speed thing. I think he was kind of fooled into it where they said they were going to lock us down for like eight years and millions of people were going to die from COVID. It was all a lie, of course. Um, and he was kind of pushed into it to create this vaccine at warp speed. And of course, now we've seen what they've done. They've used Operation Warp Speed to put through all these emergency use products and to stop testing. And you'll notice on TV, you know, in every drug, how they have to tell you what the side effects are. But in the COVID vaccine propaganda, they never tell you what the side effects are. And they can push it on Sesame Street to kids and they can do it on late night and they can make all kinds of propaganda, but they never have to have that fast talking guy at the end. You know, COVID vaccines are known to call death and myocarditis and strokes and blood attacks and blah, blah, blah. They usually should have like a five minute scrawl of all of these things that they tell us, but they don't have to. The reason they don't have to is because of Operation Warp Speed, because of emergency use authorization. Um, we can now look at that and say those are horrible decisions that were made by President Trump and they've been used and abused in wrong ways. I wish he would come out against it. I wish he would say, hey, no more of these shots, no more of these death shots. I'm canceling Warp Speed. I'm canceling all of that stuff or I'm calling for it to be canceled. Um, no more emergency use authorizations. He's failed to do all of that yet, and yet I can't help but love him, and I want him to be back in office. That's just me, um, and we'll see how it goes. Like he says, like Trump says all the time, we'll have to see what happens. <laughs> or as Dave from X-22 says, uh, we'll have to see how this plays out. So we'll see how it plays out. Um, but before I do the closing song, okay, I want to play one video that's a little bit of a non sequitur today, but it'll be a fun one to end on. Um, this is a video compilation of all of the robots that are being built from Boston Dynamics, which of course is owned by Google. So um, the robot dogs with the machine guns and the other things that they're gonna be sending out to enforce vaccine compliance and enforce the lockdowns for the climate era, whatever they're doing in this dystopian future they're trying to foist on us. They're gonna use robots to enforce it all. And I think we need to see how far these robots have come in terms of their development uh, so we know what we can look forward to, okay? If you're a fan of the Terminator movies, and the rise of the machines and all of that stuff, um, we can start to see how life is imitating art now. So I want to end with this video of Boston Dynamics robots, okay? And then I'll come back and do closing commentary and the closing song, and we'll be off on our way, okay? Um, great show today, a lot of fun. 
talking about serious issues, okay? So we saw how they push the propaganda. We saw how they do the fear mongering. We see how the fake news is packaged and presented as talking points to just push their agenda, push their agenda. We've seen how um, truth is starting to come out on Twitter. So they try to warn people, oh, don't go to Twitter. You know what I mean? And then we look back and we see all the damage and the harm that they're causing. And then we see that they're still trying to deny it and push their agenda. Okay. And now they're failing. They have lost the hearts and minds of the people. They have lost the will of the people to submit and comply to their medical tyranny and their lockdown tyranny and all of that. So they're now losing the handle on uh, media. People aren't watching their fake news anymore. They're going to the other platforms and now the deep state is panicking. And so the next stage when totalitarians lose um, the argument is they go for force and force compliance and they go for violence, okay? So this is what we can look forward to if we don't completely stop and derail their plans for the new world order and the great reset. Um, we can uh, say hello to our coming robot overlords. realize for people watching, uh, listening to the podcast, you can't see what's going on. You're seeing all different robots of different sizes that look like animals and some look like people and they're walking and they're running 28 miles an hour at Cheetah. There's this um, little robot going through little tight spaces, water and rocks and stuff and crawling over fallen trees. Um, there's little robots that are, they can fall and tumble and they can get themselves back up. Um, different types of wheels. This one's called the sand flea. Check this out. It just launched itself up on top of a building from the ground floor all the way to the roof. Um, that was kind of incredible what we just saw. Here comes a dog and a person and they're running and they really look alive. There's a robot jumping from platform to platform, showing how it can jump, it can twist around. It's jumping up on big boxes, it's flipping itself around. Now check this out, backflip. That was a robot doing a backflip and holding its arms up in victory. That was kind of extraordinary. Are you guys excited yet for the robot overlords? Here comes robot kind of doing a ninja course. Now it's rolling and dancing and jumping. It's doing perfect rolls, front rolls. 360 turns, jumping 360. Uh, holding its arms up like a gymnast. Slow motion, really cool but disturbing. So all these robots that are being built are being built to navigate through all different types of environments. 
from flat ground to messed up woods to water and rocks to uh, up platforms, uh, broken platforms, up and down stairs. Um, Ursula says, can they cook and clean because I could use one? In Japan, you know, they're doing robot caregivers already. So I don't know if they can cook and clean yet, but they're going to get there. I mean, these things are really cool. He's jumping, literally leaping up on top of a table. Oh, check this out. Here comes the dog Spot. He fell down. So he's going to pick himself up and put himself back on all fours. And now he's going to get up and he's going to walk up a flight of stairs. This is where they come into your house with the needles and they go room to room and they force vaccinate everybody. And if you're not ready, you know, they'll shoot you if you don't comply. Um, Charles says we won't be able to defend ourselves against some of these robots. Yeah, exactly. Um, this one looks really cool. Here's a robot dog jumping rope. Okay. And it's four-legged. And the rope, the jump rope, is being held by two other robots that are doing the jump rope with the guy in the middle. Um, here's four robot dogs pulling a truck. Um, here comes robots. Check this out. Here comes a robot that is going to open a door handle with its little claw arm. It uses its camera to see where the handle is and then it grabs the handle and it turns it and it pulls the door. Then it opens the door. Check this out. And then it lets the other robots in. This is really disturbing. Okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. I think I'm out of words. Ursula says... A big hammer would do the trick, asked Paul Pelosi. <laughs> I saw a twit I saw a Twitter post, a tweet from somebody I don't remember the other day, and she said, um, she's like, I think my two favorite news stories of twenty twenty two were Paul Pelosi getting hammered and Paul Pelosi getting hammered. <laughs> It's like the first time he had his drunk driving thing and the second time he got actually hammered by his gay lover. Um, all right, you guys. So that is the show today. Um, I'm going to end with the closing song. I'm going to grab my squeeze box. But um, Dawn is in the house. What's up, Dawn? Welcome, Dawn. Right on time to get your dog Taco here and your little dog, too. While I grab my squeeze box and I get ready to play the closing song, which is words from the Bible. Let me just back up here, make sure I don't knock over my green screen. And we're going to sing this song together. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not into our own understanding. Um, thank you, Ursula. It's great because you're here and it's great when you guys are here. It's like the best shows are the ones that have the most engagement. And um, I think this was kind of fun, but serious. So it's like a lot of serious shit. We see how they're programming us and we're starting to rip off their scabs and lift the veils of all of their fake bullshit so we can start having fun. Um, and we'll look to do more of that in 2023, a little more tongue in cheek with some of this stuff. So um, let's see. 
Trust in the Lord with all of our heart. Lean not into our own understanding. That's Proverbs, the Old Testament, um, verse 3, 5, chapter 3, verse 5. Then there's Ephesians 5, 19, and a couple of verses after that, um, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, making melodies in your heart to the Lord. The reason that I made a song out of this is because of that advice, make melodies in your heart to the Lord. So why not make a melody out of that verse itself um, so that we can kind of fill our head and our heart with song and with love and praise for God because of all of this crazy evil stuff going on. Um, there's nothing better than music to lift the spirits and the word of God. So put them together and you've got the closing song. Here we go. Speak to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Sing and make melodies your heart to the Lord. Trust in the love with all of your heart. Lean not on your understanding. The fear of the Lord. Prolong it days. But the years of the wicked will be shortened away. Trust in the love with all of your heart. Lean not on your understanding. Wednesdays 
And um, look out for my Substack because I post to my Substack several times every week. Uh, this show will most likely go up on my Substack on Monday. I did that this week and I kind of like the rhythm of that. Um, so live show Wednesday and then repost to Substack on Monday. And I'll post some other stuff to Substack in between. Um, I never know when or what that is. So if you're subscribed to my Substack, that's how you're going to get all of the stuff, okay? Um, thank you so much, you guys, for being there with me. Thank you, Charles and Ursula and Don and Lisa and um, Renee and Kelly and who else am I missing here? I'm scrolling the list. Um, BG and everyone else. I think I already mentioned Charles. So if you're not on the live show, we miss you. Hey, I checked Getter during the live stream and there was... Uh, almost 2,000 people watching this live stream. That's by far the largest number of the live stream. It was like 1.9K live views. And so even though you're not commenting on Getter, I know you're there. I appreciate you. I love you. Um, Lisa, thank you so much. And God bless all of you guys. Uh, we'll see you next week. You know where to find me, eventalks.substack.com. Uh, thanks again. I'll give you a little... Carol Burnett ear tug and give you some blessings on the way out. I'll see you next week. Take care. God bless.